Oh, <laughs> it's Robert Williams, and you'll see the Modern Problem Show at Royal Fox Studios. We represent the studio show, the studio show. Oh, look, it's Mr. Happy. Oh, yes. All right. Modern Problem Show. Davey Love in the house. We're broadcasting from Royal Fox Studio. Let me introduce you to the cast of characters. Are you ready? No. Okay. Diagonal for me. (gasps) He's very angry because he didn't get his high AF coffee tonight. Who is it? Mike Tepper, the hot stepper. You did it, you did. To the right of me. Not genital, gentle. There's no I. How dare you? Hello. Hello, Davy Love, out of control. That's right. Across from me. Mr. Sure enough. He's not a doctor. He's not a proctologist. He's a fucking ninja. Shogun! Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. He is our producer <laughs> extraordinaire. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't know what to say. November, we got a hot list of shows all booked up. We got Mike Falzone next week. Comedian Mike Falzone. Uh, the week after that, we have filmmaker Reggie Bullock. And the week after that, we have Cooking on High, Chef Edible D. She has a cookbook called The Happy Cook, which is all THC, cannabis-infused cooking. Yeah, yeah. So that one's going to be dope. And then the week after that, we have Soramar Estrada. She has she is a holistic healer, and she is a life coach. So we're going to hear about all that. So we're all booked up for November. It's going to be a hot month. Giddy up. Yeah. So, all right. Tune in. Link up and subscribe. And tonight we have Sylvia Sage. Tonight we have Sylvia Sage. Yes. Who do we have? Oh, yeah. Tonight we have... Sylvia Sage! That's right. Tonight we have Sylvia Sage, so we're going to get her on the phone in a little bit. And uh, stay tuned. Hello. Hello, Sylvia Sage. Welcome to the Modern Problem Show. How are you doing this evening? I am great, dear. How are you? Good, good. Let me introduce you to the cast of characters. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. To the right of me, we have Jen Tull. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, Jen. I'm so excited. Yes, absolutely. And across from her, we have your old friend, Mike Tepper, the hot stepper. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mike. And to the left of him, we have our producer extraordinaire, Shogun. Hey, Sylvia. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well, dear. So, Sylvia, how are you doing this evening? I am good. I am indoors. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. Thank God. So, 
I post I was staying warm out here and somebody's like, it's not cold in New York. I'm like, it's in the 50s and it's raining. How does anyone not think that's cold? Yeah, it is cold. It is cold. Thank you. And Thank it is you. cold for people in the Northeast because it just turned to normal 50 degrees. It's not like we've been in 50, 40 degrees and then all of a sudden it's 50, you know? That's right, right. No sense there. Who the hell said that? Probably one of you, <laughs> Probably one of the creeps that comment on your stuff. Yeah, there's always somebody trying to rain on my parade, you know. <laughs> I want I wanted to do a segment with you which I I I haven't got to do yet, but one time we'll have to have you on, but I want to like have Shogun cuz he has this funny voice read the creepy comments like from creepy reply guys. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. you'll put like, you know, you like taking a hike or something like that. And someone will put like, right. oh, you've got nice calves. I would massage them. Like, And if you had the <laughs> right. Shogun read it, it sounds funny, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I would love that anytime. I always, it's always funny because, you know, there's a whole section of DMs. If you don't follow people, you don't really see them. They're kind right. of like hidden DMs. And so every once in a while, I like randomly go through them and, for one, I realize I'm a giant asshole and I follow almost no one back who follows me. Because <laughs> um, it's a lot of like comics that I've done shows with and they're like, hey, it was so nice to meet you. Maybe we should collab. And I'm like, oh my God, that was like nine months ago and I'm just now saying this. Oh, then, um, then you're a total dick when you reply to that. Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, it was so nice to meet you too, nine months ago. Totally. Yeah. I've been working <laughs> so hard. Uh, I follow yeah. you. I know what you've been doing. You know? Yeah, yeah baby. I've been masturbating in my apartment for the last nine months <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like everybody else though i mean right oh, come on let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer that's a great answer <laughs> so how, how i've uh, i've heard it's been really tough on comics in 2020 with everything what's going on uh yeah staying like uh you can't even be politically correct anymore now you know it's you Ooh. can't be safe safe in this world it's either one way yeah. or the other and yeah it's so true it's got to be a tight rope to to walk yeah i don't ro i don't walk any tight ropes if you know anything about me you know i'm incredibly outspoken and you will know yes. what i'm thinking every second of the day so i don't i don't uh i don't really apply to i don't apply those rules to myself i don't apply a lot of life's rules to myself right so. right right <laughs> Um, I just kind of do my own thing and I'm extremely outspoken and I know a lot of people don't appreciate that, but, uh, it just is what it is. One day I'll get me murdered, but that's what I'm going for. <laughs> I want a forensic file so bad. <laughs> so, just based on your murder. I was going to say though, the funny thing is they could be offended while you're doing stand up comedy, but then they'll go, they'll go home and jerk off to your comedy. So, I mean, jerk oh, off to your porn, you know? 100%. And that's specifically why, like, when people are rude to me, I go and block them. Because I'm like, you don't get to masturbate to me anymore. At least not on your platform. Good for you. You know? You're going to have to find a different platform. <laughs> that's like a, that's real hand block right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I get real heavy with that block button. Because I'm, like, not about negativity in my life. So, I'm right. like, if we're not vibing, you're out. Like, I'm not arguing. I made a point with myself a long time ago to stop arguing with stupid people online. And I always say that. And people are like, 
oh, but no, sometimes things are worth an argument. I'm like, no, I said stupid people. If there is someone who wants to have an educated conversation with mm-hmm. me, I am down because I realize I don't know everything. Right. But at the same point, I'm not going to argue my my side of something with some moron who is not willing to listen. So I'm like, okay, that I just don't do that anymore. I don't argue with stupid people online. I just block and move on with my day. And a lot of times, too, I think people are just trying to get you to say something to them, like respond. So they'll say just about anything, you know, like right. someone the other day was like, what are you now, like 55 or something like that on my thing? And I'm like, well, first off, I'm 90. So let's start. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's a compliment then. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, it's a lot of Botox. Um, <laughs> no, but just things like that. And I'm like, really? Like, you just want to piss me off and you want me to comment back. And I'm not going to because it doesn't offend me if you think I'm old. Because when I was 18, I also thought 36 was fucking 55. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But do you think that that's another form of BDSM? Like that they, they'll they make some negative like comment? Like a downgrading? Yeah, yeah, and then you humiliate them back and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> now I'm going to go home. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, they're going to have to pay for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, people are in some freaky shit, so that might be like the next thing, the next level in 2020, you know? Oh, oh she- trust me. My eyes have never been more open than working in the sex industry. Like, I worked in medicine for nearly a decade, and I thought I knew fucking shit. I didn't know anything. (laughs) 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 The world of the sex underground is, like, a whole new world. And it's a world of, like, the doctors, the lawyers, the politicians Mm -hmm. of the world. Like, these people are here on this secret sex level. Like, it's a whole thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Epstein Island, you know. Seen the brochures there, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, man. It's interesting. It's a a very eye-opening world once you get on this side of it. It definitely is. It definitely is. Now, I've known you for a while. Now, the one question I always wanted to ask you, I think it's never come up, but when, when did, how did you decide to jump into the adult industry? Because I know um, you're you did stand up comedy before. I mean, and you're still yes. a stand up comic, but and yes. you're a great stand up comic. And then I just want to know, you. like, what made you like take that leap? You know, because you were an accomplished stand up comic. Not saying like yeah. I could say you enjoyed uh, sex and everything else like that, but right. at the same time, it's not like you were a struggling stand up comic and just like we're like, ah, oh, I got to do this. You were accomplished. Well, you're still an accomplished comic. You know what I mean? Well, thank you. I wasn't too established in the comedy world. So I had been doing stand up for two years before I got into adult. Mm-hmm. But how it really happened is. I had been doing stand up in Kansas City, which is where I'm from, um, for several years and then decided like this is it. I'm going to, you know, quit working in medicine. And I started bartending to save as much money as I could and still do stand up at night. Right. So I was doing that for a couple of years and then saved up a bunch of money to move to Los Angeles. When I didn't have a job in Los Angeles, I had an apartment and I had enough money for my lease. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to figure it out, you know, and I'm going to do comedy and that's what it is. And then the same week I was moving to Los Angeles, I had my first and last DUI. 
Um, so all the money I had saved for this trip to Los Angeles was now going to lawyers and keeping out of jail. Uh. So I then moved to Los Angeles with like $4,000 in my pocket, which if you know anything about LA, that's going to last you a month. Right, right. Um, <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, what am I going to do? So I ended up getting a job at a construction company, doing their books during the day. And I was bartending at night and I wasn't doing any stand up whatsoever. And a couple months in, I was like, what the fuck am I even doing here? Like the whole reason I moved to LA was for stand up. I haven't done one single mic since I've moved here. I'd been here for three months at that point. And ironically, at that same time, a girlfriend that I knew from Kansas City called me and she was like, hey, I'm going to move to LA. I'm going to do porn. Can I stay with you? And I was like, sure, girl. Like, I just need some help with this rent. Like, come on out. So so she came out and I saw her make 10 grand in a week. And I was like, I was like, if I could just do a little bit of porn, I could fund my comedy career and I wouldn't have to worry about working so much. Right. And so that was my goal right out of the gate. And I just I'm super close to my family. And so I called my family and I was like, hey, this is my plan. Like, this is what I'm going to do. If you guys can handle it and you're not going to disown me, like, I'm going to do it. And my family was like, you know, obviously we don't want you to. But I mean, I had already like worked in medicine for a decade at this point. I wasn't a dumb girl. And my parents knew like sex sells. And they were like, well, you know, if this is what you're wanting to do and you're going to be happy and healthy, then we're behind you. And so I did it just thinking I'd do it for like two years. And then I fell kind of in love with the industry and now I have a whole different like view on it. And right. now I like want to change how the world views sex. And I have a whole new like platform. And now I use my comedy in that same way of like, I want to open people's eyes to sex. And like, why aren't we talking about it? And why do we have such a shame stigma around it? Right. So now it's just, I, I've been now in for six years in porn and doing comedy for nearly nine. And I love both of them and both careers feed off of each other fantastically. Mm. And I just don't see, honestly, I don't see an end in sight. Now I have a lot of mainstream projects I'm working on as well. And if right, those right. take off financially, it might be an easier out, but man, there's just no way that I could even fathom making the money that I make in any other industry right now. Right, right. So it's like such a hard leave. Well, and I, I don't hate it. I love it. And I'm so proud of what I do and I'm proud of who I've become. And like, you know, porn took me from being like this broke ass girl to a girl who makes well over six figures and has for several years. Like I own, you know, property and cars and all the things and I'm right, happy. Right, know? right, so, right. I like yeah. how, how you've taken all that world and then put it in your podcast, Sexy, Funny, yeah. Raw, and then how you, yeah. you talk about the comedy in porn. Because that, I think, is an <laughs> art form. Because, you know, yeah. <laughs> as a typical male, I've watched porn over the years. And, like, some you just look at the box and be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm da- I'm dating myself now. Like, you yeah, look, at look, at the the box. <laughs> look at the box. There, I'm dating myself, right? So you look at the box, you're like, oh, this chick's hot. Okay, I can get off on this. And you don't care about the plot or anything. But then you realize, holy shit, this plot was twisted and the acting's horrible. And then it's yeah. like a comedy, you know? Like, it's hilarious. Yeah. 
There's so much comedy in porn. It's ridiculous. Like, it's hilarious. Making porn is hilarious. First off, you guys see a 30-minute clip. I was there for six hours that day. Right. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. like, there's a lot that goes on between that. So, yeah. Well, how do you keep your uh, your comedy mouth quiet during, like, trying to read those, like, I'm sure that, and, and I don't want to get you in trouble by saying this, but. Yeah. I'm sure that there's certain scripts that you look at and are like, holy shit, this is complete garbage. The only way I could actually make this work is if I like try not to laugh or make fun of it. It could turn into like a Saturday Night Live skit. You know what I mean? Oh, no, they are hilarious scripts. And like, but here's the great thing is nobody in porn takes their lives serious. Let me just add that to this. Like everybody in porn is like happy-go-lucky we're all smoking weed like we're all having right, a right. great time like everybody's there to have fun so that's like i get to be who i am on those sets like when i work for like pure taboo who have the most insane lines of anybody they're like go for it like be you like they've let me have crazy ass accents like i've said <laughs> up things. like they let me do whatever I want. They kind of just let you run with it. They're, they know I'm a comic. And especially if I get with somebody like um, uh, Tommy Pistol or somebody like that who really loves comedy as well. And they just let you guys roll with it. And they're like, do whatever the fuck you want. Say whatever you want. Like, because once you get in it, like once you're off script and sex has started, you can pretty much do whatever you want. I mean, right. It's your words, you know? Right, so. right. Well, I I think that that's great because I could see how creative that you creative you are. If you were like pigeonholed and have to do a certain thing, I know you could do it, but I think you would want to be twisting it up and do a little improv with it. Yeah, no, I definitely get to play it up, and it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying like some of the most fucked up shit, like <laughs> right, know, right, the, the most fucked up dirty talk is the most fun to me because you know i'm not like a huge dirty talker in my real life but if people want it i'm like oh i'm gonna destroy your world <laughs> <laughs> i have got some word porn in this head and it's about to spill out <laughs> <laughs> there you go oh uh, sylvia i have a question yeah. for you and i want to premise this by saying i did some research and i watched some of your films but mm -hmm. i made my boyfriend watch but we couldn't get through the whole thing because you know we got distracted and thank you. You're and, welcome. Uh, thank you. And also, like, I want to know, like, because I asked uh, Dave what your marital status was and he said you were single. Yeah. And my yes. question was, when you go on dates with people, do they freak out when they find out you're a comedian? <laughs> well, you know, I honestly, Intimidated. I don't. I don't date. I have to tell you that. I really don't. I've been single for 12 years. Um, actually, that's not true. 13. I'm old now. 13 years. Um, and I just, I don't really go on dates. It's a weird dating thing when you are in my industry. Right. And I honestly, I'm such a true, if I'm in a relationship, I'm in it. So I don't think it would be fair for me to try and seriously date somebody knowing that I'm going to work and having sex with different people, right. you know? And uh, so then, wait, I'm sorry, Sylvia. So Shogun was, that was going to be his question. If you would date him, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <Shogun. laughs> I just had to like cut him off. He's like chomping at the bit and you did. Sorry. Oh, 
he well, looked nervous. Then there's the other thing of like, then they're always like, well, do I get to have sex with other people? And I'm like, well, are you making money having sex with these people? You know? Good question. Uh, yeah. That's fair. And then they want to have sex with my friends. And I'm like, well, I don't want to have sex with my friends, you know? Because like, <laughs> <so, laughs> you get to, you get really close with some of these people and like, some of my closest friends, like I have a hard time even when we do content together because I can't take it seriously, you know, and some of my right. friends I won't even shoot content with. Like Alexis Fox is a really good friend of mine, but we don't even we film nothing but podcasts together. Like we don't even kiss because it's like weird. We're good friends. You right, know? right, right, right. And I, I I've done a lot of stuff with Reagan Fox. She's also a very good friend, a friend of mine. And I always tell her, I'm like, man, it's so weird. I don't even want to like lick your vagina and she's like well i want to lick yours and i'm like okay that's cool <laughs> like, you got the upper hand it, i'll be into it but yeah <laughs> oh we love alexis we actually uh high f coffee is one of our sponsors yeah. oh that's awesome yeah, yeah, yeah i love her to death she's one of my favorite humans she's she's such a good good decent person it's great oh yeah that's what i love about porn too is like Everyone has this like crazy stigma around porn that we all must be like drug addicts with daddy issues. And and I'm not saying that those people aren't out there, but, you know, you can find a drug addict with daddy issues in pretty much any industry you go into. Right. There are a lot of really good, smart business women who work in my field. And those two women I mentioned, Reagan Fox and Alexis Fox being two of the people I respect most. And it's a fucking hustle. And right. people don't realize it to stick around as long as the three of us have stuck around you have to have some sort of like business mind or you would go under right, you know right so, it's a doggy dog world yeah, <laughs> oh yeah usually have that well you the the other thing yeah. i wanted to talk to you about was the uh cannabis stuff that you're working a lot with the cannabis oh, yeah. industry now is some of those projects uh, do you or is that project with netflix coming along i know you were working on something yeah, I actually have a few projects I'm still working on. Um, so the Netflix thing that was with the weed was for Stoner Rob. And oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and with, um, oh, my God, uh, Cheech um, from Cheech and Chong. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I actually haven't heard anything more about that. So right. that's kind of on but I know I have my own things going on um, in that department, but I don't like to speak about them until we're a little bit closer. Gotcha. <laughs> Got oh, I know that, but you can't blame me for trying to find out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's my job, you know? I know, I know. But I always, I'm one of those people who, I, you know, I said this, I run a, uh, just uh, started a production company myself for Mainstream. And I was saying that to one of our directors. I said, you know, I, I'll juggle as many balls as you can throw at me, like all pun intended. I don't mind it. You know, like I love being busy. That's just my thing. What I'm still is when I lose my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm an artist. You cannot keep me still or I think about suicide and I'm like, OK, here we go. Get busy again and realize that you're super important to the world. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm Van going it over here, ready to cut off an ear if I'm not busy. So. <laughs> That could be a new genre for you. Right? Yeah, earless porn, yeah. There you go. Just one ear. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you have, a, how's the comedy industry? I mean, uh, that's probably a stupid question going on right now, but are you doing any kind of comedy, like Zoom comedy you know, or anything right now? Not particularly. I've had a lot of people um, ask 
ask. And in the beginning, I was kind of doing some Zoom stuff, but man, nothing will make you want to kill yourself more than comedy on Zoom. Right, um, right. So that ended pretty quick into the quarantine. Um, but the Laugh Factory um, has done some stuff where they're having people come in. And right before COVID, I got past the Laugh Factory. And then, of course, literally not even a week later, we all got locked in our homes. Uh. Um yeah, so they've been doing some stuff online where you have to come inside and do it, but there's no audience. So, uh, I've, yeah, I've turned that down a few times, too. And and L.A. has a few clubs that are doing stuff outdoors. The Comedy Store is also doing some stuff outdoors. I just went up there last week and, right. and talked to the booker up there. And I'll probably start getting back into it. But up until this point, I haven't done any. And honestly, I haven't even written for comedy. I have other projects, like I mentioned, that are going on. And all of my writing time gets devoted to those scripts mm. so i'm you know kind of pulled in a lot of different directions at the moment but it's not even a bad thing it's not even like i think if stand-up comedy went back in tomorrow and every club was open i probably wouldn't be in every club just because i have so many other projects that i'm really passionate about right this second that right i'm not missing it as much as i thought i would i'm missing the travel probably more than anything gotcha but I mean, I'm in New York right now, so still traveling a little bit. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Except the weather's not so great for you here. Exactly, but that's okay. Looks like it stopped raining as of right now, so that's nice. Yeah, but I think Friday's going to be like 43 degrees and well, a low I fly of 28. Friday, oh, so you're lucky. Right Jeez. back into my 75 degree Los Angeles, so oh, I'll be jealous. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard though the funny thing I know you're not doing the zoom thing but like I think that they should hire like a uh, soundtrack laugh track guys and then they determine whether your joke's well, funny or not there should be yeah. a laugh track on zoom it's like everybody's silenced and so there's just no crowd and it's like how does a comic do a show without a reaction like it's just well you could really have difficult. the Jeffrey Tubin reaction where he jerks off on the camera like he thinks it's on mute what you didn't hear you didn't hear Jeffrey Tubin from CNN and the New Yorker. He was in a Zoom no. meeting yeah. and he got caught jerking yeah. off. That he thought that it was muted and everyone in the screen could see him. He unzipped his pants and started jerking off. Sylvia, he was Tubin. Unzipped. No. Oh yeah. How? How do you even let that happen? I Why know. Until the meeting is over to pull your dick out. Exactly. What? The worst thing is he works at the New Yorker, the hashtag oh Me Too movement of the world. Oh my God. Boomer. Did you see his dick? Can you see his dick? I'm going to have to Google this. I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Gentle, why don't you research? See if you can find two and Do stick. I have to? I'd rather watch Sylvia's films. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I can't even believe that. Jeff Tubin, I'm about to Google it right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Jeff Tubin. How have I not known this? Yeah, the, it's because things happen so fast. I'm going to look it up. And right of course, now. I always find the perverted like stuff I think is funny. I'm not finding. Shogun's looking it up. T O O B I N. O O B I N. I wouldn't be a good producer if I if I couldn't find it. Should be an apostrophe at the end. Shogun's getting it for us now. Okay, yeah. I think I'm fine. Well, there's so many. There's no yeah. way that you can see. It. <gasps> yeah, he's the How? legal he's like an analyst. Old... He's the legal analyst on CNN. Wow! Oh my god, that is so crazy and kind of hot. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Gonna like... But oh. there could be other. There could be other guys doing it that would be hotter. Oh, just... Well, that's true. Like 
Like definitely not. Any that, Fox. But that would Brian be, Kilmeade, no. That would be uh, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> the horrible Fox News anchor oh, Brian Kilmeade. The one I'm saying has it blobbed out, like you can't see oh. it. Uh, well, that's maybe fun. that's what it looks like. Shog- yeah. <laughs> Shogun's digging deep. We might have the certain yeah, like, software to find it. Are there any answers wow, on this? Like that's why? Crazy. Oh yeah. Like, why? No, did he this dude thought whip it out he, on a he, Zoom call. He said no. He said that he would. He thought that it was just like quiet. Like he could just on his screen. He could only see the CNN thing. So he didn't know that that he thought he was waiting. But whoever was running it, right. all the others, they could see but what was going on. Even if he was waiting, why? At that moment, did he have to pull his dick? You could see everyone's reaction, though. One guy steps away from the computer. He's halfway across the room. They can still see you, though. So why? Every eighth grade homeschool kid knows how to cover up. Everyone's face is like, they got their hands over their mouth. One guy gets out of his chair and runs across the other side of the room. Oh, my God. That oh, is brilliant. So did he get fired? What he, is what he's happened? suspended right now from both. I guess it's under investigation. They're going to ask. He's trying to What's say, of course, he pulled his. Dick he's out. trying to say like Rudy Giuliani was just tucking in his pants. You know. Oh my god. Why? Why is all the political elections always end up with some dude whipping his dick out? Think this, about that. They're exciting. Every election? No, it's not. It's the every election. <laughs> These wow. dudes, it happens. Crazy. Wow. That's so funny to me. It wow. is. It is. That would be a great comedian. You should do a skit on that. Wow. Yeah. Now that I know about it, <laughs> I don't know where I am. Like, I also like quit watching the news because it's super depressing. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe that's where I've been. Like, if it wasn't on, <laughs> this sounds awful, wasn't on Twitter or <laughs> on Instagram, I probably didn't. Oh, yeah, there you go. I see this stuff like uh, in my news. Like I have certain like news alerts on my iPhone. So I look I have weird shit. So <laughs> I don't know why I have the search where dudes masturbating in Zoom comes up instantly yeah, gives me an alert. Th- but <laughs> mm, somehow I found out pretty fast. I thought it was hilarious. But it's even more funny that he works for The New Yorker and they're the head of the Me Too movement with oh, Ronan Farrow break, breaking all that. So it all basically shuts down the whole thing. But what was he wow. watching? Who knows? Right? I he, hope that, it was me. I hope so too. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! Great PR. That, that oh, yeah. could launch a thousand ships for your career. One hundred percent. You should start a rumor that it was you. <laughs> yeah. You no should do shit. it. They know fake news. Huh? Oh yeah, we should do that. Yes. We should start that Hashtag rumor. Jeffrey oh my god! Watch can we Sylvia start Sage. that rumor? You should do it. We could do that right now. Do, we're doing it now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we're going to start that rumor right now. Yes, please. So we're, we'll put that up on our, our Twitter and start that rumor. We'll retweet yeah, I'm gonna it. retweet the fuck out of it. It was found out tonight, recently news, that Jeffrey Tubin was actually jerking off. Or no, we should say <laughs> masturbating just to say Sylvia Tubin. Sage. Yes. Keep it classy. No, we yeah. have to keep it classy for people to share it. You can't be like, <laughs> you can't be whacking it off. No one's going to share that shit. That rumor won't work. You have to be political. Hey, you know? unless it's Correct. funny. If you write something funny, people will retweet the fuck out of that. Oh, um, yeah, but the regular news won't pick it up. You want the regular yeah. news to pick it up. This is what we're going to try to do. Start and then what, what's his response? No, it was... Uh, well, your friend, what's the AF coffee girl? He can't. He has no defense. Who else is he going to say? Right. What? Oh wow. my god! Oh my god! That's so impressive. Well, wow. so you're how long? You're in New York City until Friday, right? 
Yeah. And then yeah. you're heading back to LA. You're working on uh, some finishing up some other projects and surviving uh, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I've also we've been back to shooting. So um, we've been back to filming since July 1st. So and honestly, every company has just been trying to make up for lost time. So we've been filming like crazy, um, just trying to get content for all the sites again and like back everything, you know, stock everything back up. Right. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's interesting because we have crazy amounts of COVID tests on a regular basis. I'm COVID tested every 48 hours. Wow. Um, but yeah, so it's my schedule has never been busier, um, which right. of course, like I said, I love. So it's been a lot of fun. I uh, went from having absolutely nothing to do to having absolutely no time to do anything. <laughs> oh wow, that that's good. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Now, one find co- myself like day napping at like three p.m. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that leads up perfectly to the one question we ask all of our guests because uh, we're all about the cannabis culture here on Modern Problem Show. What yeah. is your favorite strain for twenty twenty? We're so far it's been a unanimous choice, but we want to hear what. Well, yours I mean, is. I'm a I'm a sativa girl. So oh, in twenty twenty, oh, you're the only person. For real? Yes, everybody. Else the Whalers, the members of Parliament <laughs> Funkadelic, Hall wow. and Oates, all of them. They all said Indica. You're the first person wow. to say Sativa. Well, I love that. Like That's I'm, great. I mean, I'll smoke an Indica like right before bed, but I'm an all-day smoker, so I wake up smoking, so I need a Sativa to like get me through the day. Oh, yeah, I'm like that. I, I used to like Sativa, but now I'm like so angry because of 2020. 2020. I could function man. on Indica yeah. right now. That's yeah. that's where it's at for me. Yeah, 2020, I'm Indica it's, all day. Yeah. It's like the whole all world day. is in like a weird level of depression. Like it's so crazy. Yeah. It's like I don't even know what's going on. It's like between like the political climate and the Black Lives Matter and the election. It's just like, why are we alive still? Like, why don't. I like I remember one day there was like a super low plane flying and I thought like this is it like it's a bomb and I was like <laughs> I was like I just hope it's close to my house you know like, <laughs> like I just want to go out on the one big hit like I don't want to be like missing limbs walking through the street right know? right <laughs> this shit though this shit is like 2020 right now this shit happened in 1876 minus the pandemic if you're talking and about the minus pa- social media can right say that? minus social <laughs> media but the same thing you had two old dudes that no one cared about and right. one was one they were dividing the country between races they were uh separating uh black americans from voting and one wanted uh. to keep slavery going and it was like the same type shit and then it went down to the wire and basically the country survived that was the moral yeah. of the history but back yeah. then the only time thought, is now the only difference is is uh um global warming wasn't about to fucking kill us all if someone doesn't pay attention to science yeah. true yeah <laughs> you're right on that you're right on that our population was about a, the fourth of what it is now yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you're right on that i was going with the political stuff there's more to it yeah. we weren't all yeah. we weren't all hooked on opioids back then either you know <laughs> i mean i'm hooked no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm more of like a weed and shrooms girl myself. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for uh, doing the interview. Uh, Shogun, Shogun has a question for you. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. to know um, what advice do you have for, for people who are 
young or I guess in middle age, or I don't even know if older people are getting into the porn industry. For people who are looking to get started, um, what do you, Ooh, what advice do you have for gun. them? Shogun. Because, you know, I imagine that getting in is tricky business. There are probably yeah. a lot of shady agencies yes. that are taking <laughs> advantage of young people. But yes. since your experience and you've been in the industry for a long time, what, what do you have to say about that? My best advice is to find an agent and then do your research on that agent, um, kind of see what stars they have in their roster and how well those people have done and how long they've been there because agents will make or break your career. Okay. Um, and secondly, I say know what you are comfortable with. And I mean, I've tested the waters of a lot of things. I'll always try something once, but know how to say no. That is your most powerful tool in your arsenal in this world like anything else people are going to take advantage of you as much as they possibly can and you just have to have a fucking backbone yeah um but other than that it's really such a fun industry it's financially rewarding it's safe it's not drug ridden like everyone thinks it's really i mean at the risk of over flooding it i I wish I would have done it earlier. The, my only regret is that I went to college and I got a degree and I have debt from that. Um. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's the state of the I, country yeah. right now. See? <laughs> I see Shogun. America. America. Yeah, I definitely don't um, discourage anyone from it, though, honestly. I definitely think it is a lot of fun. And especially from the males, we have almost no males. It's, really? It's such a small I never You're going to be so uh, good imagine. at it. Oh yeah, they it's want me to join. That's why you asked, oh, right? My God, yeah. I see him as stepdad. The same ten dudes. I've been having sex with the same ten guys for the past six years. Like it's no, but no guys in our pool whatsoever. That's and probably great though. You you probably have a great chemistry with them. Oh yeah, I really love these guys. Like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> they're great. But at the same instance, it would be nice to have somebody new. <laughs> you know? Go for it, Shogun. Shogun, fresh meat. Yeah. Now, Shogun. Now, uh, Shogun. Is, is, is like the male porn star industry saturated with men with just massive penises? Because I think that's what everyone no. imagines. No, it's really not. Honestly, some of my favorite performers, and now I wouldn't say this to them, but they're less than average. I mean, not less than average. They're average. She already said they're I mean, because average, if we're being honest, average is about, you know, four to five inches okay is there um, a lot of movie magic that happens like no it's not even that because it's more about guys having stamina now i will say the our black actors i hate to say it but they make them a fucking novelty item which is so retarded so if you mm. come into the industry as a black man yeah you have to have a larger dick because that's oh, like the game that's the play but as a white guy or an Indian guy or a Mexican guy, like they just want you to have stamina. They need okay. you to be able to last for hours at a time, you know? Huh. That's I never knew. And, you know, I have one more question for you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have a handful of friends who c came across rough times in the 2020 pandemic and yeah. uh, they kind of turned to OnlyFans. As... Oh my God, I love OnlyFans. That's why I'm buying a house. <laughs> hey, you know, and I wanted to know if, like, since the. OnlyFans is becoming more popular if that's affected your industry at all if it's oversaturated or if no honestly I, it's so funny to me when people are like oh we don't want anybody but sex workers in here it's like why why do you care who makes money it's not affecting your money like mm. it's never a competition it's about like being who you are and people are either going to like it or they're not going to like it and they're going to move on to somebody else if they don't like it like wh who cares it's, Bella Thorne. there's so much money to be made yeah it just it's silly to me like 
I don't feel like I'm competing with anybody else on OnlyFans. There's a lot of girls who make a lot more money than I do. And there's a lot of people who make a lot less money than I do. But I make a great living at it. And I love it. And I love my fans. And I'm just super appreciative. And I don't think anybody doing it, whether you're baking cookies or teaching boxing lessons, like, I don't care who's on the site. Like, make your money, boo. You know? Like... What about Bella okay. Thorne though? She did, she did that thing and teased out that she was gonna. She yeah. broke the whole OnlyFans down, so the whole site went she, down because of her. She did some damage, but I will say, like what you know, everybody was tweeting, how much damage she did. It didn't affect me. Oh. I was not affected. Oh, that's it, good. You know, they said that you know it was going to change our payouts. It didn't change our payouts. Oh, that's good. I don't good. think they had enough money to pay her because of what she did in that single day. Right. But even her. I, I read what she was trying to do. She was trying to bring awareness to the sex community and that it wasn't all such a bad thing. Now, I don't agree with telling people you're going to be nude and don't be nude. Like, right, if you're going to play right, the right. game, play the fucking game. Yeah, like, that's giving a bad, bad uh, history yeah, to the self, sex her. industry. That's not yeah. about OnlyFans. No, that's yeah, like, yeah. That's her looking bad for lying to people. That's right, her individual right. thing. So I don't care. Like, be mad at her all you want, but it certainly brought a lot of attention to OnlyFans. The same way Beyonce said, you know, it might make an OnlyFans. It was like, okay, if Beyonce's talking about like this ain't so bad, people are not looking at us in a shady way. Like, I know girls. Now, I'm not one of these people, but yeah, but to I sign up for Beyonce's, to... sign up for well, Beyonce's, you'd have to definitely put a ring on it. You know, yeah, that's going sure. to be cheap. That would close, not that be would cheap. close down the internet, I'm sure. But... Oh, yeah. That'd be on Disney <laughs> Plus when Disney Plus gets an OnlyFans. Yeah. The Mandalorian <laughs> nude, Baby Yoda. In compromising There's so many positions. girls making like fifty grand a fucking month on their OnlyFans. Good like, God. how can you look at these girls and say like, "Oh, you're doing something wrong"? Like, good, no, bitch, you're doing them. something right. Yeah. Right, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, Aubrey Kate, who's a a very stunning trans woman, um, she bought a fucking Lambo off of OnlyFans. Wow. You know, wow. Like, I mean, it's it's there's money out there and there's plenty of it for everybody. Sex is a billion dollar industry for a reason. and It's not going away. That's you know? true. So, That's true. And the more everybody keeps it taboo, the more money it makes. So who gives a fuck? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Sylvia, I want to thank you so much uh, for being a guest on our show. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you very much. Awesome, Sylvia. Next time uh, when it's not COVID, like I know every time you go to New York City, we always plan to get together and hang. Uh, yeah. When the COVID's not around, next time when you're in the city, uh, we'll have to hang. And maybe when comedy clubs are open around here, we'll get you booked and yeah. we'll do yeah. something. Yeah, for sure. I would love it. Can't wait to get back to some sort of normalcy in life. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, th thank you so much and have a good evening. Of course, you guys too. Thanks, Bye. Sylvia. We'll talk thank to you, you soon. You. All right. Uh -huh.